We could survive that. We could survive that. We could survive. We might be in a prophecy. We're not in a prophecy. We're in a stolen Toyota Corolla. Hello and welcome to We Could Survive That, your survival guide to the movies. I'm Jack, and today I'm all alone. Chris is a bit ill this week, so he's not going to be here. So it's just me, riding solo, um, as long as you don't count the dog. Although I'm not sure he's going to be much use on a podcast. Unless he's got any strong feelings about Bright, do you? No? He's just eating a sock, that's fine. Yeah, so no Chris this week, but I still wanted to be here because I got some feelings about the Netflix original film Bright and I wanted to have a little bit of a rant about it, if I'm being honest. So let's get into it. Bright is directed by David Ayer, who is once again joining up with Will Smith. Uh, They worked together on the Suicide Squad film. Smith is joined by Joel Edgerton and Nomi Rapace from whatever happened to Monday and Prometheus. And the world of Bright is essentially modern-day Lord of the Rings. So orcs, elves, fairies, goblins, dragons even, all coexist with mankind in this sort of modern-day um, regular Earth, what you'd expect, except there's a centaur traffic warden or something like that. It's a fun concept, it's a good concept, interesting. But it doesn't really... Uh, explore that concept particularly well. It had all the makings of a decent film, like a good buddy cop film or a a high fantasy film, but in a modern era, but it doesn't really capitalise on its potential. And it sort of goes the generic, let's do an action film and guns and explosions kind of way. Um, There are good moments in it. I do like the sort of chemistry between Will Smith's worn down cop and Joel Edgerton's uh, Jacoby, who's a new recruit. He's the first orc police officer in the LAPD, probably the first orc officer ever because orcs have, for the past 2000 years, orcs have been blamed for all of these horrible things that happened way in the past with this Dark Lord character. And uh, orcs obviously sided with evil and they've been sort of oppressed and been made scapegoats since that time. So Jacoby being part of the LAPD is a real milestone for orcs. But poor Jacoby, he's pushed out by his human colleagues um, because he's an orc and nobody quite trusts him. And uh, he's also being bullied by the orc community because they feel that He's a traitor to the clans of all, all the different clans and gangs of orcs. So he's not really accepted by anyone, really, apart from Will Smith character, who's begrudgingly partnered with him and he's sort of gotten used to him. But when the film opens, uh, we get some a source of tension between the two new partners because uh, the film opens with Will Smith's character getting shot by an orc robber and it's up to Jacoby to try and catch the shooter. Now, we find out later on in the film that Jacoby never managed to get hold of the man that shot, or the orc, I should say, that shot Will Smith. Uh, But Smith's fine. He recovers from his injuries. A point-blank shotgun blast to the chest. Um, I'm not sure how long he's out for, but he's back in fighting shape when the film 
opens up good and proper. Jacoby comes up to his house in the cop car and offers to give him a lift to the uh, to the station. And there's some banter between Will's daughter and and Jacoby. And you know, Will's he's trying to impart to his daughter not the same. Uh, sort of prejudices that other people have towards races, which is a good thing. Not all orcs are dumb and stupid. I mean, Jacoby, he's fairly intelligent. He's He's gotten this far on pure guts and wanting to bring orcs to the same level as, like, humanity and not be oppressed by them. So he's, he's doing some good work. In the first day back, there's a meeting welcoming Will back and giving all of the officers their assignments and things like that. But Will hangs back and tries to get his sergeant to switch cars with uh, with someone else. He doesn't want to be in Jacoby's car anymore. He doesn't sort of want the attention that Jacoby's getting from the media about this first orc cop. So he's he's not really into that. But uh, no, he's forced to stick with Jacoby. And they go on a few assignments. They arrest a madman with a sword, swinging a sword about this orc district, and they manage to arrest him, and uh, he gets taken into custody. But uh, the plot really kicks in when, uh, that night, they go to a, a house. They've been called there because there's a disturbance of some sort, and they've got to investigate it. And when they go into the house, there's all these signs of, you know, subtle signs of magic, like a man's body being disintegrated and burning... Now, magic's a big thing in this universe. I think it's been outlawed, and they've got a magic FBI that hunts out magic users. They're called Brights in this film, hence the title of the movie. I don't like it. I don't like the term. You call them magic users, or wizards, or witches, or warlocks. This Bright thing, I'm, I'm not on board with. It's kind of the trope that I hate in YA films, where... Hey, there are, like, in the Hunger Games, hey, he's a career. He makes a career out of murdering children in these Hunger Games. And Bright, no, I I get it, but just call a spade a spade. There's, there's wizards in this universe, and, and magic is outlawed. In their search of this building, though, they do manage to find uh, a young elf girl called Tika, who just so happens to have a magic wand, which is just a big glowing stick. It's like a short lightsaber and magic ones are very rare to come by and uh, they manage to catch Tika and they're not sure what's going on so they call him back up because there's all this weird thing there's burnt bodies there's a woman that's been shot into a wall and she's got like glowing tendrils coming out of her it's, it's very strange stuff so Will obviously thinks he's this is way above his pay grade so he calls him back up Jacoby stays outside with the young elf girl and they they have a bit of a conversation a bit of a bonding moment uh whilst will is inside with these four cops is back up and he's trying to get them to cordon off the the area try and get some get the magic fbi in to to handle this situation but the cops they've got a different different uh plan in mind because magic ones are so rare they want to do a corrupt cop thing and take the wand and kill Jacoby and then use the wand for their own devious needs. Will's not completely on board with this, but the cops manage to persuade him by going, hey, Jacoby, let this guy go that shot you. He's not got your back. Hey, we've, we've got your back. Maybe you should join us and we can do some sweet magic things. 
So Will, his heart not really in it. He goes outside and confronts Jacoby. Uh, pulls a gun on Jacoby, which is... Will's a better shot than Jacoby, but um, he's an orc, so he's probably stronger than a regular bloke. But yeah, Jacoby tells Will what actually happened the day he got shot. The story goes that Jacoby lost the orc that shot him in the crowd, and he doubled back and found a younger orc in this alleyway. And it's, it's not the same orc that shot Will, but the cops were on their way, and Jacoby knew that the cops that were after this orc were were going were g- going to shoot to kill. So this kid orc, innocent kid orc, didn't stand a chance. So he helped the kid orc escape. And Jacoby came up with the story that he got overpowered. Will buys the story. And when the four corrupt cops come out, Will asks Jacoby, hey, who who's behind me and what order? And then Jacoby reels them off. And then Will turns around to Jacoby's shock, let alone the corrupt cops uh, surprise turns around and guns down all four of them jacoby completely oblivious to the fact that will's just saved his life pulls a gun on him and will tells him to calm down and uh, threatens him again saying i'll put you down in a gunfight it's not good people skills from from will i know it's understandable he's he's gonna have a rough night but um yeah don't get too angry with your orc buddy jacoby puts the gun away sort of believing Will that these four were going to have him killed and steal the magic wand. Tika's still there. And um, now before Will can come up with a proper plan, a a gang of of humans uh, come along, led by a guy called Poison. He's in a wheelchair. Now he's heard that a wand might be nearby. And there was an explosion and a a car got blown up when Jacoby tackles uh, Tika to the ground. The wand goes off accidentally and blows up a car. So that's also a subtle sign that there might be some wizardry afoot. But uh, Will refuses to give Poison the wand. He pleads ignorance and goes, hey, there's no wand here, man. Uh, Poison looks at the, the dead bodies of the cops and he knows that something's a bit fishy up. Uh, but um. Yeah, again, Will doesn't want anything to do with this and he wants to get the wand to the magic FBI and get it as far away from evil hands as possible. So he, Tika and Jacoby get into the cop car and speed off as quickly as they can, managing to lose the gang. Uh, But the car crashes because there's a magical barrier that stops the wand getting too far away from its owner, which is a handy plot device uh because the owner it turns out is numi her evil elf character now it turns out that she gave the wand to this assassin to kill tika who was once part of her evil elf cult to bring back the dark lord and enslave humanity and blah 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 generic fantasy plot thing um but tika managed to get the wand away from the assassin and shoot the assassin into a wall which is interesting not blow her up or something because we know find out that tika knows uh some some pretty hefty magic skills even though she claims that that she's just started her training but um numi's evil elf character flanked by Two evil elf goons go to the to the house where Jacoby and Will have just escaped from. And they kill the witnesses. They kill the elf lady that was shot into a wall, the elf assassin. Probably for failing in her mission to kill um, Tika. So that sucks to be her. She's shot into a wall and then 
have a neck slit but um and then we cut back to will and jacoby and they're trying to hide from poison's gang and a gang of orcs that they they run into an orc rave and they upset the orcs there um they eventually do get cornered by poison and his gang in a in a quote nasty ass titty bar which uh, a shootout in well what will thinks is going to be a, a a shootout and he's not too happy to die in this titty bar um and he there's some good lines between him and jacoby but um yeah before poison and his gang can kill the two cops the evil elves show up and start stabbing up poison's gang which is a handy distraction for the two cops and tika to escape and manage to save the ones yet again uh tika she she's really the crux of the problems i have with this film because initially she makes it she plays up the fact that she can't speak english she's only speaking elfish and giving the two officers tiny bits of information when really it would be beneficial to to everyone involved if tika just goes hey i i was part of this evil elf cult uh, i left them then they sent an assassin with a wand to try and kill me and now the evil elves want their wand back so maybe take this one somewhere safe like a safe or somewhere or the magic fbi i'm sure they'll do something with it but um nope she plays up this hey i can't speak english i'm gonna give you no information and no help uh up until the point where i almost die so i mm, she's not a very helpful character and she almost gets them killed several times during the course of the movie by not giving them all the information not giving them the full picture and telling them how deep into this shit that they are she could have she could have saved lives because the reason she doesn't speak english and reveal that she can speak english is because she doesn't trust will's character but um the moment that she meets him he's doing all that he can to keep the wand out of people's hands out of corrupt cops hands out of the hands of poison and his gang out of the uh, the hands of the orc gangs i I can't remember what they're called the something tooth the fog tooth or the something like that but um yeah he does nothing but try and keep this wand out of bad people's hands and it takes what three quarters of the film before she comes to the realization that maybe this guy is on my side and he's not trying to take the wand and i don't know buy a plane with it or something like that so yeah it's really weird writing on on that part they could have caught a lot of the runtime if tika had just explained everything you, you know the first time that will saved her and the ones are so yeah that's confusing stuff and uh, they managed to escape the evil elves only to be tracked down again by the the trinity of terror uh, that's not their name but i'm gonna I call them that chris isn't here to tell me that my naming of people is stupid uh will realizes that he's in over his head and he needs police backup so he calls a sheriff that he trusts the sheriff shows up and he knows that something's gone down and will's probably shot four cops which is the story that i think is going around on the radio um but will manages to talk the sheriff down and talk him into helping him but uh before the sheriff can actually do anything the three evil elves show up and murder the sheriff also murder a um the shopkeeper at the petrol station where they were meeting up 
and then there's a, a fight inside the petrol station uh there's a car in the petrol station will's got to dodge between the aisles uh, avoiding gunshots and being run over and then with his last bullet he blows up the uh, canavera soul which sets the shop alight and then he jacoby and Tika managed to get out of there before it explodes. And none of the three evil elves are killed during this um, fight, but uh, they do lose their fancy coats. Uh, they get charred a bit in the fire, so that's... Uh, they've, they've made it personal now. Nobody chars a, a sweet jacket. So they're out for revenge, and they're still looking for the wand. But um, again, they're captured by a, a gang. Uh, Jacoby, Will, and Tika stumble into some orc territory. And they're they're captured. Will smack talks them a bit, which is not what you want to do to to orcs. Again, they're bigger and stronger. But you know, Will he's he's not had much sleep this night. He's he's in a foul mood. But they get captured and taken to the orcs leader, who yeah he knows Jacoby and he's not happy with Jacoby's alliances with the the humans. And the orc leader wants his son to be blooded which is an orc tradition i'm not entirely sure what it means does it mean that you kill a man is that what blooded means it's it's not really explained um but yeah the son it turns out is the innocent orc that jacoby saved from trigger happy police officers and the orc goes the young orc goes hey dad i i can't shoot this guy he saved my life and the leader goes okay fine this probably isn't the best place for you now you should come back another day and then then maybe you can kill a man. That'll be fun. Father-son bonding. Um, the fact that Jacoby saved his son doesn't sway the orc leader and he shoots Jacoby uh, anyway and makes Will watch. And Jacoby falls down a, a giant pit. Is this where the orcs hide their bodies in a, in a giant pit in a warehouse somewhere? It's, it's a fairly deep pit, so it'd take a lot of bodies to to fill up that pit but um anyway uh tika upset by the fact that um jacoby has been shot uses her magic wand and using her basic training she says that she's only just started her training with with magic uh manages to bring him back to life from a gunshot wound quite how this is just basic magic i don't know i suppose you, you could write around it and say because the the evil elves want to resurrect the dark lord that'd be the first thing that you know you'd want them to be proficient at is resurrection spells and things like that but i don't know it seems advanced Uh, it seems an advanced bit of magic to train everyone with initially um yeah i i can't can't really explain that but I, i don't know it's it's my preference i I'd assume that bringing people back from the dead is a more heavy, uh, is a much larger ask for for magic and not something that you'd be teaching people right out of the gate uh, just in case it's too much of a toll, which apparently it is because once Jacoby's brought back from the dead, the orc leader just lets him go for some reason. There's an orc prophecy or something. I I don't know. It's the prophecy stuff in this is not very well explained, and appears out of nowhere really that prophecies are a thing. But um, the orc leader lets them go, 
Tika is... There's a strain taken on Tika. She's got all this weird black oily stuff coming out of her mouth and these black veins. I don't know whether it's the resurrection spell that's taken a toll on her or something like that. Again, the magic system is not really explained particularly well in this film, but um, Jacoby and, and Will have to try and save Tika. Uh, Jacoby then thinks that they're in a prophecy um, and is talking about an orc from ages ago which united some armies and they managed to stop the Dark Lord and, and stuff like that but um, yeah they come up with a, a plan to take Tika back to where they found her to where she shot a woman into a wall and there are loads of dead bodies including four police officers so they go back there and there's a magical tree and a pool there that will help Tika and revive her uh, they're followed there by the three evil elves and uh, a punch up in shoes one of the elves has exploded one of them is shot with a big gun jacoby really likes using his big guns so he's happy about that and then uh numi's uh evil elf character is shot uh whilst hanging onto a fridge she's shot with a spell as well that tika shoots at her but again why doesn't tika just blow her up or shoot her into the fridge or something like that i i don't know it would have it would have stopped what happened in the end actually happening. But um, they leave the bodies of the three evil elves and go down to the basement with the tree pool thing. Numi's character is revived somehow by magic. Um, I'm not clear whether this is a, a spell or a charm that she's put on herself. So she gets an extra life like in a video game. But um, she pops back up. And just as Will's character is trying to save Tika and put her in the pool she shows up takes out uh Jacoby uh grabs the wand threatens to shoot Will but um Jacoby using his big gun shoots the wand out of her hand the wand drops to the floor it drops close to Will and he goes to pick it up but he's told hey if you pick up that wand and you're not a bright then you're gonna explode and kill everyone Will looks at Jacoby and goes hey we're in a prophecy right and picks up the wand Will Smith doesn't explode because of his pure charisma and Will Smithiness and the fact that he's a bright all of a sudden. And yeah, he picks up the wand and blasts the evil elf into ash and blows up a large portion of the house uh, just as the magic FBI show up. So this obviously has further ruined Will's day because he just wants to get back to his family and be a regular Will Smith, non harry potter wizard will smith and being a bright puts a real dampener on his day uh but because the magic fbi are nice guys when they get will and jacoby out of the burning building uh tika disappears during the ensuing chaos uh but the magic fbi agreed to not do whatever they do with brights do they do experiments do they put them in prison or something i'm, I'm not sure but um yeah they agree to let will go back to his everyday life and uh, not reveal that he's a magic user um at the end of the film there's a, a a medal ceremony rightly so for jacoby and will's character but again there's a, w a weird bit where they also honor the four traitorous cops and will's not happy about this but i don't get why in the magic fbi's official story that they release they just release everything as it happens 
Or maybe they'd want to keep the fact that there was a magic wand there under wraps just in case people get ideas and go looking around their storage facilities for magic wands that they've been kept there, kind of like the Ark of the Covenant, keep it in the same uh, warehouse. But um, no, I, I don't get why they couldn't have kept that bit. Because the only bit that they really need to take out of that story is the fact that Will's a magic user and they could just explain that away with, oh, there was a, a bomb in that building or something like that. But yeah. Um, and that's that's pretty much the film. There is a lot of potential for this film, but I think that the way that they went with it as generic action film isn't isn't the best way to go. And there wasn't a lot of particularly memorable action. I mean, the fight in the petrol station with the car in the shop was was kind of okay. Uh, but there's a lot more they could do with this and with the world that they've set up and elves and and orcs and all sorts. But um, yeah, they don't really do anything they stick to the buddy cop kind of style of action uh and the magic system that they've set up isn't isn't particularly well explained also in one of the establishing shots there's a dragon flying about don't tease me with a dragon and then not go for into further detail about it there's lots of questions i have about dragons and things are they covered by the magic fbi as well do they have to deal with dragons and things like that i, I many questions that i would like answered because this world it should be really different and if there are dragons flying about then people are at the bottom of the food chain are they fire breathing dragons i don't know ah oh, yeah i mean netflix has already said that there's going to be a bright two there's going to be a part two to this story and it'd be nice to see if they do something a little bit more creative with it now that they've set the groundwork uh, rather than hey there's another magic wand that we have to keep out of people's hands i'd like something different maybe they tackle a, a dragon or something like that um this film had a budget of 90 million and i think it's one of netflix's most viewed movies i it got well that's not surprising really because it had a lot of publicity going into it i think it's one of their most heavily promoted uh, netflix original films so that's not surprising you pump a lot of uh, money into advertising then of course people you're going to draw at least one or two people in maybe a few million but uh yeah um so a bright two i'm not against it but they've got to do something a bit more creative and really lean into the more magical stuff and make it, you know, more memorable, really. I, I, The generic plot doesn't... It's a good start, but, yeah, they can, they can do better. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm not opposed to a sequel, but they do have to do something different and, and make it stand out from the crowd. Uh, I mean, the... the the idea certainly stands out from the crowd. I mean, you throw enough genres together, a fantasy buddy cop uh, movie is, is definitely going to catch people's attention, but you've, you've got to do more with it than they did uh, here in this film. But um, yeah, I, I'll, I'll certainly watch a second one. Yeah, the villain's underused and yeah, so bright. It's definitely not a perfect film. 
it borders on a good film, but it that's that's it. Um, yeah, I'm I'm not completely blown away by it, but um, I'm not sure how Chris feels about the film. I'm not sure he watched it before he was taken ill. Uh, but I'm I'm sure he'd disagree with everything that I have to say about the film, uh, as <laughs> as he usually does. But um, yeah. Now, I'd usually go into the news section at this point, but I'll be honest, I didn't have much news, uh, aside from a list of films that are coming up in 2018, and I wanted to put it to Chris, which uh, which would, which ones he's most excited for, and which one he's, he's, he's less excited for, but uh, he's not here, so I'm, I'm, I'll, I think I'll save that for next week when I've got someone to talk to about that. Yeah, so I, I think I'm going to leave it here. Solo episodes. I don't like them. I don't like talking to myself. I've been directing most of my talking to the dog, who's not really interested in in hearing about Bright. Uh, but um, yeah, if you've got any thoughts on Bright, uh, did you did you think it was underwhelming? Could they have done more with the concept? Um, how would you survive in the world of Bright? That's the thing I I never really touched on. It's the name of the podcast, so maybe I should talk about survival tips. Uh, yeah, Tika could have saved a lot of lives by telling Will and giving him the full story of what was actually happening. Um, and that way he could have gotten the Magic FBI sooner and maybe a, a larger number of Magic FBI people to sort of take down the evil elves before they slaughtered a, a nightclub's worth of gangsters and, and things like that. So, yeah, that's that's an interesting thing. Um Again, yeah, this this world is 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 interesting. Uh, it would be nice to know how cities have defended themselves against dragon attacks if one decides to land on the Empire State Building or I don't know the Eiffel Tower or somewhere like that. That would be interesting because you you've got to defend against giant flying lizards, haven't you? They're not something that humanity could coexist with particularly easily unless they're trained or something like that. Don't touch your magic wand, especially if it's going to explode you. That would be my number one survival tip. You know, wear a glove or something. Or destroy the magic wand, because it's a very dangerous thing that evil elves want. So stick it in a wood chipper or something. I don't know. Maybe that would stop it, and then you wouldn't be hunted by evil elves. They were rushed survival tips, but um, I'm not sure what else uh, to give you, really. But um, yeah, if you've got any thoughts about this film, um, you can email the podcast. We could survive that at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at We Could Survive. I would like to hear your thoughts about this film because I'm I'm not sold on it, but uh, I would be interested in a, in a sequel that leans more into the magical side of it. Uh, and maybe a bit more sleuthing would be nice. I do love a good sleuth in a film. Yeah. Um, hopefully Chris will be back next week and it won't just be me in a room with a dog. An uninterested dog. <laughs> but um, yeah, I'm not sure what we're going to do next week. Maybe a horror film. Welcome Chris back with a with a scary film uh, with lots of blood and guts. He'll, he'll love that. But uh, yeah, I'll do the Chris thing where he tells you to keep on surviving. Uh, which you'll obviously accomplish by listening to this podcast with stellar survival advice. Don't pick up glowing magical wands that can blow you up. Uh, top tip for this week. Take that away, definitely. Uh, but yeah, and until next time, um, get in touch. Give us some ratings on, on iTunes and things like that. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll be back next week. 
I will, definitely. Hopefully with Chris, or a co-host of, of some description. Um, yeah, so uh, goodbye.